Welcome to Building Body, Mind, Soul. Find us online at ironmartialartsonline.com. It's a complete package for fitness, health, martial arts, parenting, psychology, meditation, spirituality, and more. We really are building body, mind, and soul. Hello, this is Ryan from Building Body, Mind, Soul here at ironmartialartsonline.com. And today for our nutrition piece on our daily podcast, we are going to do a quick overview on our omegas. Uh, Such a great, easy topic to tackle, but I think doesn't get still enough. It probably gets enough discussion in conversation and in nutrition and health conversation, but I don't think the rubber really meets the road and that people make um, active diet changes, or at least simple enough diet changes in doing so. So hopefully we can fix that for you today because um, getting your omegas are super important, not as intimidating as people may think. You don't have to go crazy with supplements, but we'll discuss some things to do for people with different dietary backgrounds. Um, And as a reminder, when we do our nutrition piece, none of this is to be taken as medical advice in any way, uh, treat or cure, diagnose or prevent any disease. Of course, this is just information only. Any diet changes you make, you should always discuss with your licensed healthcare provider. So omegas, what are they? So these are what we call essential fatty acids, the fatty molecules based on the number of carbons they have in the last double bond tail, just a little chemistry, you know, um, uh, kickback there to remember the carbon atoms. It's the, how many they have in the last double bond tail, um, for these fatty acid molecules. So omega nines would have nine carbon atoms. Omega sixes would have six. Omega threes would have three. Um, again, in the last double bond. Now, Getting to why they're important. Well, we're going to focus on omega-3 is because that is the one that most cultures and and many countries, uh, you know, that people lack in, especially in the West. But we will go ahead and do a quick review of omega-9s and omega-6s. Omega-9s, as a reminder, are not actually technically essential. Your body can produce them. They are your monounsaturated fats. Um, We get that largely if it's in diet through oleic acid. You can get that through um, uh, nut oils and nut sources. But again, you don't need to worry so much about omega-9s. That is not the biggest one you should be focused on, and you probably are getting enough of it anyways. Um, To go down the line, omega-6s. Um, which you do need, that, that is an essential, and that is a polyunsaturated fat. So not mono, but a polyunsaturated fat. You get We get largely through lin, uh, linoleic acid, and that would be, you can get that in like sunflower, safflower, again, some nut oils and seeds, soybeans, um, and those are used as major energy sources throughout the day. And most people in most of the West and most of of world cultures worldwide do get plenty of omega-6. So also not going to focus on that. Now get to omega-3s. Your omega-3s are super important and that would be three main types. There's actually several different omega-3s out there, but the three that really get discussed and the three that are worth, you know, taking home to remember are ALA, EPA, and DHA. You may recall DHA if you have children, if you've had, uh, you know, um, babies growing up, they talk about DHA, um, which is the um, uh, 
Docos, uh, docos hexonic acid. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that, but we, we say DHA for short. And that would be the one that is really important for brain and uh, retinal development. And uh, you can actually get your DHA. Your EPA and DHA are a little trickier to get in diet uh, versus ALA. Your ALA, uh, you're probably already getting, if you have a healthy diet, through things like um, some of the biggest vegetarian sources would be like hemp, walnuts, chia, flax seeds. ALA in a generally healthy diet, um, it, like we said, you know, hemp, walnuts, chia, and flax. That alone will, you know, if you have that in your weekly diet, you're getting plenty of ALA. But that's not the other two omega-3s. Remember, omega-3s, I always remember it and teach it to folks as omega-3s, three types, right? Um, And that's your ALA, EPA, DHA. So your EPA and DHA, you need to get usually from fish sources. You can get it in smaller amounts from your algae and your um, uh, seaweed sources. The truth is, unless you really have a very mainstream algae and seaweed part of your daily diet, which most people in the West do not, a fun fact, Japan actually, um, through natural diet, has much higher levels of EPA and DHA, and they're not really supplementing, but they are doing like, you know, there's sushi and there's lots of things they're doing with um, even vegetarian Japanese folks are doing through the seaweed again and the algae uh, in probably very different quantities than most folks in the West. But if you can't get it through fish for whatever reason, you just don't like fish or you, you're just not doing it or you have a fish allergy, you can get it through supplements. And that'll be, you know, these are one of the few times I kind of will go ahead and back off and say, yes, supplement for folks because you really need that EPA and DHA. And in a lot of, just for a quick note uh, for um, vegetarians or vegans out there, they have a little bit of trouble finding EPA and DHA complexes for the vitamins. They often can find a, a vegan vitamin that has DHA but not the EPA. Not to worry because actually the reason um, DHA is the bigger focus um, in, you know, so among these three, you're getting ALA already. We talked about that. That's your, that's your hemp, your walnut, your chia, your flax. And then the other two, the EPA and the DHA types of omega-3s. If you just get DHA, it actually can be retro-converted in the body to EPA. So there's actually a fairly decent conversion process that will make your high amounts of DHA go to EPA. So you really just need to get the DHA. And the DHA, you can get through supplements. You can get that through. There are algae supplements. Um, and, you know, the algae supplements, you know, have a much more stable um you know, uh, amount in them that you can get on a, on a daily basis than trying to worry about the exact quantity you have of seaweed or algae. Um, and having to worry about maybe other things in the seaweed or algae, depending on, you know, where you source that, because there's other things you can get into trouble with there too. So back to the DHA, um, that will go ahead and it will be retro converted back to EPA. And again, this is something that, um, you know, it's really important. It's very high levels in the brain, very high levels in eyes. It's actually um, high content in sperm. This is something that is really plays important roles in the body. And uh, eventually, I don't know if it will become commonplace. I know I don't do it uh, now with my own patients, um, uh, but I know that in general, 
you will see some nutrition folks, they'll order what's called the omega-3 index. And that is an actual way that people have come up with to see um, uh, erythrocyte fatty acids to show the omega-3 index, which is a proportion of the DHA and EPA um, compared to the common typical ALA. Most people do not get enough of. So uh, again, uh, as a you know, I currently am a nurse practitioner practicing with patients. I do not. I've never ordered that test. Um, but again, just speaking strictly informationally, it's a test that's out there. Um, probably more done commonplace for people with you know metabolic or you know um, phospholipid disorders. But there is such a test for it. But I think you know for most people, you're not worrying about that level of it as long as you're just getting it in your daily diet, right? Because DHA and EPA has been implicated in a number of um, diseases and disease pathways as having possibly positive effects. Sometimes it's hard to signal out the noise um, from actual signal for results, but it's, you know, there's a lot of research you can pull up on cancer, Alzheimer's, neurodegenerative disorders, uh, rheumatoid, arthritis, depression, even behavioral disorders. Um, there's something that it, you know, it seems to have a major effect on, you know, multiple, um, diseases and disorders. And so while there's always more research that has to be done, this seems like one of those things. It's better to have a good daily adequate amount than to risk being low in it. So, um, again, none of this is, you know, medical advice in any way, but generally in the literature, you'll see up to three grams a day of a combined DHA and EPA. So that's three grams total combined of DHA and EPA in supplement form is fine. Uh, I've, I've heard and seen five milligrams daily being the max. Um, I do remind people if you're doing um, fish oil supplements that you would want to be very careful if you are on blood thinners, um, right? Because um, you can actually... Uh, you know, create some bleeding risk if you are doing lots of uh, fish oil or some, you know, these kind of supplements. So just a word to the wise about that for anybody on any kind of blood thinner out there. Well, that will wrap it up for this nutrition segment on our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it from Building Body, Mind, Soul at ironmartialartsonline.com. We do have an online video library that is very um, martial art and physical fitness based, but goes into some nutrition detail in our beginner and advanced uh, online video library uh, references and resources online. So check that out. And we will see you next time. Building Body, Mind, Soul. Find us online at ironmartialartsonline.com. It's a complete package for fitness, health, martial arts, parenting, psychology, meditation, spirituality, and more. We really are building body, mind, and soul.